Hi, I'm Big Nkrumah. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we have some guests. We do. Welcome to the show, friends of the show, friends of gamer the show. friends, George. <laughs> Hello. And David. Hi. Say your, say your usernames. Uh, mine is Luftwaffle, uh, two Fs in both spots. And uh, mine is Toothpie853. All right. Interesting, interesting gamer tags. <laughs> but that is not something that we are averse to here on Gamer Friends. <laughs> I feel like they, they run the gamut between like really generic and like very yeah. odd. I mean, one is great for World War II history folks, and the mm. other is I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. What um, is Toothpie? What is to- <laughs> oh, um, see, when I was like, seven or eight i just got an xbox and it was the xbox generated name and i forget what i changed <laughs> I, f- I think i like took out a number somewhere or something yeah but that's not my gamer tech the robots amazing naming our gamers so the four of us were a fire team this week for the one day preview of gambit which is the new pvevp mode for destiny 2 forsaken so uh George, why don't you kick it off and tell us what Gambit is and what you thought about it. All right, so Gambit is a new game that's being introduced in Forsaken, the new expansion, where it pits two teams of four against each other. It's a best of three, and each round consists of the players being spawned in and killing PvE enemies to collect moats. Um, As you collect moats, you can bank them in uh, towards your total, but every five, it gives you a new level of blocker, which then goes to the enemy team and stops them from banking their moats until they kill it. So you have to be leveling up your blockers while also trying to kill the blockers that are also coming in and banking your points. So it's a lot of strategy and, you know, what do you do when, uh, how do you go about killing the enemies? And once you get to 75 of these emotes, then it spawns. It's called the Prime Evil, and it is a giant, like, three health bar yellow bar that you have to kill to win the round. It's like a boss. and the, Like a raid boss. Yeah, sort of like a raid boss. A li- obviously a little less powerful, but still not an easy fight nonetheless. And I believe it's every, what is it, 24? Five kill or every 25 moats you get to go through the portal every 30 oh 30 so every uh 30 moats that your team banks total um you get to go through a portal which means that you get to go to the enemy side and that's where the pvp part comes in only one person can go through the portal but once you go through the portal the enemies ads that they're fighting don't hurt you so you are not only trying to collect moats from your own adds you're also trying to defend from invaders and get your total up so that one of your teammates can go through and hopefully kill uh enemy players and once you get your primeval uh the enemy team until they get their primeval has unlimited jumps through the portal so it kind of adds in that extra bit of competition as soon as you get your primeval so David was the person jumping in for our team um, to the other side. I'm interested from your perspective, David, how you felt that mechanic worked, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, tips, tricks, etc. So first thing I really want to say about it is it's good that while you're that person, you really want to be both 
have weapons for PvE and PvP because, yes, you are the person going in, but you also don't want to be dead weight while you're with your team because I know the majority of the time I was with the team. Mm-hmm. Other things that I really noticed was that um, at, when you're going through, you really want to focus on taking out, like you want to focus, okay, they have the most motes, let's focus them down. And that just general stuff you would you would think would be obvious, but in the heat of the moment, you're just like, oh, uh, shoot. Uh, kill. <laughs> actually, David, uh, I actually have never seen any of the gameplay on the Invader side. Can you go into a little bit more details about what you're actually seeing on the other side? Yeah, of course. Um, so when you actually go in on the other side, you spawn in at a random point on the map. Usually, when I know from what I noticed, it would be on the outskirts of the map, and you would just you would have all four of the enemy players tracked, and would spawn in with an overshield. Your goal is to take down four of them in the thirty seconds that you are in there. And mm-hmm. well, before the primeval spawns in, your kills just sort of set them back because if they don't bank their moats and they die, they lose them. Right. Can you see how many moats each uh, player has to target them? Yes. So next to each player's name, normally where their level would normally be, it actually shows the amount of moats they have. So you want to see, okay, that person has fifteen. I should really try to get them. Ah. David came in clutch. David definitely came in clutch. Um, it was definitely uh, frustrating when I had a lot of moats and someone <laughs> killed me, and I was like, "The moats, not the moats." Yeah, I didn't realize at first that they could see how many moats I had because it felt like every time I had a lot of moats and an invader came in, <laughs> I was definitely gonna die. <laughs> yeah, because I, I noticed that you could see moats like everyone on your team. I didn't realize that you could also, when you invade, see how many people see how many moats people had. Yeah. So, general thoughts, boys. What did you What did you think of the game mode? I liked a lot to think about the fact that they were finally bringing together because the f- PVE and PVP. Because whenever you logged into Destiny and you're like, okay, not quite sure what I want to do right now, or you have some time to kill, you either do strikes or you do crucible. And some people are just like, okay, well, I'm tired of that. What else should I do? Right. And so that gives them something to do. And also, a lot of really cool new lore implications with this because. Um, Something I noticed a lot that when I went through the portal is um, some of the voice lines from the Drifter were like, this is what the Taken feels like, revel in it, and other things along those lines, almost suggesting that the Guardians are going to be using the darkness in this new upcoming expansion. Okay, so let's get into this really quickly, because (laughs) I wasn't sure if either of you had, you know, read this or not. So have you read the lore of the Drifter yet? It leaked. I've looked a little bit into it, and I know he used to be a guardian, but that's about all I know. Personally, I do not particularly keep up on that stuff. Me neither, George. I, more, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually rely on David to explain that stuff to me, but I might start being proactive. But no, I have not seen that. So I'm waiting on like a comprehensive lore video to stitch it all together. But if you go on Reddit, you can kind of read. It is a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler. Like this isn't going to spoil the story, so I am going to spoil a little bit. Uh, the moats that we're picking up are moats of darkness. They're that's why they're triangles. Interesting. Yeah, to like represent the triangle ships. So the drifter <laughs> is definitely not like a 100% good guy. Folks who were thinking that he was going to take over the Vanguard post for Cade, like that is <clears throat> off base. I don't <laughs> I don't think that he's uh, you know, exactly on our team. Hmm. 
I sort of thought about that too. That's why I'm even more interested in Joker's Gambit or whatever. What's it called? The expansion? Joker's Wild. Yeah. That's supposed to be all about him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And apparently he sh- he pops up in Destiny 1 lore, too. Oh, does he? Yeah. Like, he's he's been mentioned before, so he's not coming out of nowhere. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Cedric, what did you think? I had a lot of fun with this mode. Actually, more fun than I thought I was going to. Um, I'm not the greatest Crucible player at all. I can hold my own, but there are people who can hold their own plus much, much more. Um, so I, I liked, <laughs> I liked that there was a, um, competitive element in a more, cause for me, since I wasn't invading, the whole thing was pretty much PVE until Innovator came into our side. Um, and even then I would just like try to duck into a corner and hope they didn't kill me. Um, <laughs> so then, like, I got, there was one, there was one really good play where I got the intruder and then finished off the primeval. I was very proud about that. Um, but I like the competitiveness of it without it necessarily being crucible. Like I like just like attacking enemies and collecting the moats and doing that sort of thing on a competitive level. It's, it was a nice, it's a nice change of pace. I like competitive play, but not necessarily like okay. Now I have to like just go shot for shot with this one person where I might not win. So it was like a nice. I think it's a nice like leveling playing ground for people who like competitive play but aren't like you know, the best shooters. Yeah. I'm a big fan. It's definitely the most fun that I've had in Destiny outside of a raid. Mm. Um, There are certain strike experiences that I think are really cool and innovative and fun. But for whatever reason, even though it was the same map during this preview, um, it just felt like it was new and fresh every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and we didn't just play with George and David. We also played with my brother and some of his friends. We played with a random at one point. Mm-hmm. It was a very different experience every time. Different teams have different strategies. And it's it's not something that I expected there to be a lot of strategy for. Um, the blockers that George mentioned when he was explaining everything, like you can be really strategic about how you're putting in your moats and how you're banking them so that certain blockers are coming up at certain points. Um, so, you know, our team, our foursome had a different strategy than what my brother liked to do. My brother had all of us collecting uh, small blockers, so five moats at a time, and one person on the team would go up to 15. So we try and stack small blockers and then a big blocker. And by the time they had all that stuff down, we'd have some small blockers again um, and just kind of do that over and over and over again. And it worked really well, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, except for the one team that stomped on us because it didn't work very well with them. They had a different strat. Oh, well. George, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm going to have to agree with you guys here. It is some of the most fun I've had in Destiny 2 so far. And I also would really like to elaborate on the point of it was very it's a very good competitive mode because it's pve but i feel like even though you know strikes are fun and crucible is fun i sometimes feel like i shine more in pve so it's kind of nice to have a competitive mode where i don't have to necessarily worry about constantly killing other players right right Uh, I also thought it was a really good combination of both PvE and PvP because it doesn't make it stale after, like, three games. Yeah, I like that it's always 3v1. 
Yeah. Or, or 4v1 in some cases. But if it's a tight match, you know, you know, oftentimes David was invading at the same time that we were being invaded. Yeah. I also feel like there were a lot of really, like, clutch moments and a lot of good, like, points where everyone came together at the very last minute or, like, the very last 30 seconds of a round. And it was one of those really cool moments that you don't really get outside of the Destiny franchise. Yes. I think someone was describing them as hero moments. The (laughs) way that they've... Uh, buff certain things and nerf certain things and, you know, all that kind of stuff has led to the resurgence of what made Destiny 1 so exciting. And, you know, Destiny 2 was just boring in, in, in some ways because that they, because they removed that kind of, you know, they removed the ability for one person to outshine everyone, I think, mm, in a major, yeah. in a major way. Mm-hmm. I personally really felt that sort of hero moment vibe. Um, I was debating for, I think, about two games, just not using Celestial Nighthawk, uh, Golden Gun, because I was originally using Tether, but it didn't seem like it was very effective. And then I switched to Celestial Nighthawk, and I didn't see any use for it. But then it was one-to-one, so this final round was, you know, it was about to be the game, whether we win or lose. And I remember that our primeval health was a bit higher than the enemies. And, you know, everyone just seemed a little down because they're like, oh, shucks, we're not going to win. And I pulled it out of my back pocket and just popped him in the head really quick. And I had one of those hero moments because I'm like, wow, even though I kind of lost those 30 motes across the first two rounds, <laughs> uh, I just won us the game with my Celestial Nighthawk. Listen, we're not going to talk about that. We can talk about how you lost moats foolishly, but you're right. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to. (laughs) I'll I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I got a little greedy. I got a little greedy. I lost us some moats. I lost us the game. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. David, any parting thoughts? It's a good mode that Bungie has finally delivered on some of the promises that they've said we're listening for the past year. Finally, good to see they're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we can all be unified in dragging Bungie. Mm. Better late than never, (laughs) I guess. I got to say, this has made me excited for Forsaken in a way that I was not allowing myself to be excited before. Hmm, Fair enough. Like, I can imagine playing that game mode with a bow, and I feel like that's what I was missing. Mm. I think I even said that to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah, you did. the primary slot changes, my loadout. I feel like I want a bow. It's going to fit exactly in the gap that I feel like I'm missing. And so I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Now, I got to say really quick, I feel like Bungie has been really smart about this past week. I think they've maybe gotten a lot of extra people to pre-order or at least more strongly consider Forsaken since they did the Gambit preview. They released the uh, weapon slot changes without having to own Forsaken. I feel like that was a very big power play. Um, I also feel like just the the general information that they gave out and assuring the community that they were listening has definitely helped them, and I think that this is really going to bring them around. I I agree, but we'll see for sure in a few days now, huh? (laughs) Like 48 hours. Two days. Oh, my God. Dang. 48 hours from 
1 p.m. Eastern time today. So we're less than 48 hours away. The countdown. Yeah, it's, it's beginning in earnest. Dun, dun, dun. Um, before we go, I just want to shout out, it is Max's birthday friend of the show, Subnautica player extraordinaire, and in the show notes for this special bonus episode, the Honest trailer for Subnautica came out a few weeks ago, uh, and it's very funny. So you should check it out. Well, thank you. Thank you, George and David. No problem. <laughs> thank you for having us. It was Oh, I see. Yeah, the afterthought. <laughs> no, I just, because I'm like... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like, do I... I was just like, do I say George or Dylan? And then I can't, I always forget. I'm just like, oh, just yeah, say- just a quick, a quick FYI for listeners. My real name is Dylan, what? but George? I, the nickname is George. George? Sorry, sorry. My name's George. George? Uh, what? I didn't say anything. Uh, I will, That's right, George. we'll have to explain that on a later episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have time for this. Bones of Feet is too much. Ugh. Much too much. All right. Well, we'll see y'all. At the Traveler? In space? Uh, in yeah. the tower? In Let's the tower. That. In, I, I tried to make a pun. It didn't work. Kate says see you, Star. Don't Star. worry about it. Sorry. There you go. All right. Well, that's a bonus episode. It was a bonus episode. We will... See you in a week. See you in a week. We'll be talking about Destiny. We'll be, t- <laughs> we'll be talking about Destiny. And Spider-Man. 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 All right. Bye. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>